the following program contains graphic material, including offensive language. Viewer discretion is advised. Without freedom of the press, no democratic form of government could exist. We switch you now to London. I'm standing on a rooftop looking out over London. Good night and good luck. Good evening from our CBS newsroom in New York. NBC presents Chet Huntley and David Brinkley. From ABC, this is World News Tonight. With Peter Jennings in London, Max Robinson in Chicago, and from our desk in Washington, Frank Reynolds. Good evening. This historic legislation, the telecommunications law, will create many, many high-wage jobs. will create opportunity and better lives for all Americans. When the press is free, the people of a country are free. When the press is not free, the people of a country are in danger of slavery. Keeping you informed with information, news, and the views of people making the news. It's the Nicole Sandler Show on NicoleSandler.com and the Progressive Voices Network. And we begin this evening with Rudy Giuliani, the president's lawyer... And a one-man legal improv troupe. Now, Giuliani was on TV this morning to talk about the ongoing Mueller investigation, and he came up with a rationale for his boss's refusal to sit down with Mueller that was, even by Giuliani standards, very Giuliani. When you tell me that, you know, he should testify because he's going to tell the truth and he shouldn't worry, well, that's so silly because it's somebody's version of the truth, not the truth. He didn't have a, a conversation truth is about... Truth is truth. I don't mean to go like... I, no, I it isn't truth. Truth isn't truth. The President of the United States says, I didn't... Truth isn't I, truth. Mr. Mayor, do you realize what... I, 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 no, I, no, 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 this is going to become a bad don't, don't, do, don't, do, don't do this to me. Don't do this to you? You just said truth isn't truth. That is not acceptable from a president's lawyer. It's barely acceptable from a sophomore philosophy major who just tried Molly for the first time. Truth isn't truth, man. And also, toes are just feet fingers. I feel warm. <laughs> and look, in fairness to Giuliani, the Ken Bone of 9-11, that was, that was not the dumbest thing he said in that interview, because just watch... Giuliani, the president's lawyer, whose job is to essentially try and dismiss potentially damning evidence like the Trump Tower meeting, basically do the exact opposite. The Trump Tower meeting itself is at least uh, evidence of you better investigate. It's a, it's a, it's a, how is it not? Well, because the meeting was uh, originally for the purpose of getting information about, about Clinton. The meeting turned into a yeah. meeting. Which in itself, it's attempted collusion. I understand. No, you just is. said it. it. Meeting was intended to get dirt on Hillary Clinton from a Kremlin no, lawyer. No, no. That was no. the intention of the meeting. You just said it. What is Giuliani doing? <laughs> and why does the White House keep letting him go on TV? Good question. Because at this rate, Trump is going to wind up behind bars with Giuliani visiting him and saying, don't worry, Donald, prison isn't prison. Ah, <laughs> yes, I, I like that one. Prison isn't prison. John Oliver getting us started on this Tuesday on the Nicole Sandler Show. Welcome to it. I hope you had a wonderful weekend. It, it, it is uh, shaping up to be a busy day. There's a lot going on. It's Tuesday. Of course, that means our pal Gotta Laugh will be along with her tweet spot as we navigate through the day's news. And, and before we start, you know, I, I get us started with what's news and then I get Laffy on the line and we, um, you know, we, we fill the rest of the hour with what's happening. Um, two big stories have had developments since I produced my What's News segment that runs all day on the Progressive Voices Network. So um, before we get to it, here are uh, a couple of news stories that have broken. Um, first up, 
Michael Cohen. Oh, yes, the fixer. Uh, the day you've been waiting for is uh, looks like it's here. Michael Cohen has reportedly entered into a plea deal with U.S. federal prosecutors in the Southern District of New York. He will appear in court for a hearing at 4 Eastern this afternoon. That's a little under an hour. The deal is expected to include tax fraud, bank fraud, and a campaign violation charge. Now, in, in some of the, the um, accounts I've been reading, they say that um, that uh, that that um, it's not clear whether or not he's going to cooperate with prosecutors, or basically flip on Trump. Um, but he is expected to plead guilty to save himself um, some, um, you know, uh, time um, and I mean prison time, um, you know, some disasters on, on the home front. We'll we'll see as that develops today. The other part is that uh, about an hour or so ago, the Manafort jury sent a note to the judge asking what to do if they can't reach a consensus on one count. Now, there was some confusion as to whether they're saying they can't come to a verdict on one out of the 18 counts, or, you know, what what if they can't reach a, a, a verdict on any count? Because the way it was worded, it was not clear. Um, it seems to be the first one. Because I did see um, on Twitter, um, I think it was Rachel Maddow posted the actual um, um, uh, uh, note from the jury. Let me see if I can find it now. Of course, now that I need it, I can't find it. Um, La, 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 la. It's here somewhere. Basically, I mean, it, it said it, it makes it look like it's just the one count. I, I can find it or, or maybe Laffy will have it by the time we get her on the line. Um, but uh, it's looking like we Oh, here it is. OK, here's the actual text of the note is read by the judge from today's transcript. Um, here's what he said. I have a question from the jury, which in accordance with my usual procedure, I will read aloud. I will have the court security officer show counsel the note at the podium podium, and then I will give you a brief explanation of what I propose to do by way of an answer. Blah, 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 blah. Okay. It, the note, it starts with the date, eight twenty one eighteen. Your Honor, if we could not come to a consensus on a single count, how should we fill in the jury verdict form for that count? Question mark. Because it says for that count, I think it clarifies that they're talking about they're 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 looking pretty good on the other seventeen. They're just um, uh, missing, you know, the answer to what they do about that one single count. So we've got that going for us. It could be a very busy, busy news night. So um, yeah, so that's that's that. Now let's get to uh, the earlier news, and then Gotta Laugh joins us because it's Tuesday on the Nicole Sandler Show. I read the news today. It's time for Nicole Sandler's What's News from NicoleSandler.com and the Progressive Voices Network. The president sat for an interview with Reuters on Monday. Trump said he was worried that any statements under oath he provides to special counsel Robert Mueller could be used to bring perjury charges against him as part of the probe into Russia's electoral interference. He was echoing the concerns of his lawyer, Rudy Giuliani, who was warned that any sit-down with Mueller could be a, quote, perjury trap. Trump expressed fears that investigators could compare his statements with those of others who've testified and that any discrepancies could be used against him. Quote, so if I say something and Comey says something and it's my word against his and he's best friends with Mueller, so Mueller might say, well, I believe Comey. And even if I'm telling the truth, 
That makes me a liar. That's no good. It doesn't really make sense, but that seems to be the reasoning behind the ridiculous statement about the truth made by Giuliani on Meet the Press on Sunday. Look, I'm not going to be rushed into having him testify so that he gets trapped into perjury. And when you tell me that, you know, he should testify because he's going to tell the truth and he shouldn't worry, well, that's so silly because it's somebody's version of the truth, not the truth. He didn't have a, a conversation truth is about... Truth is truth. I don't mean to go like... I, no, I it isn't truth. Truth isn't truth. The president of the United States says, I didn't... Truth isn't I, truth. Mr. Mayor, do you realize what... I, I, no, I, no, no, This no. is going to become a what, bad don't, don't, do, don't, do, don't do this to me. Then again, this administration has always had a strange relationship with the truth. John Spicer, our press secretary, gave alternative facts. I believe that we have to be honest with the American people. I think sometimes we can disagree with the facts. Over time, facts develop. If fact counting is anything, we've never had anybody with the level of mendacity that he has. <laughs> not even close. But we'll leave it it's there. It's in the eye of the beholder. No, facts are not in the eye of the <laughs> yes, beholder. You're always welcome Nowadays, here to argue the case. You can look at a set of an argument or a set of facts and come out with one opinion. Someone else can say, I, I, well, the facts are the same here. I, I come out with a different conclusion. What you're seeing and what you're reading is not what's happening. I'm a person that wants to tell the truth. I'm an honest person. And what I'm saying, you know, is exactly right. Don't believe the crap you see from these people, the fake news. In his Reuters interview, Trump also declined to say whether he might strip Mueller of his security clearance, but continued railing against the probe, repeatedly calling it a disgrace and arguing that Mueller and other members of his team were biased. Trump asserted that he retained the power to intervene in the probe, but had chosen not to do so for the moment. Quote, I could go in and I could do whatever. I could run it if I want, but I decided to stay out, he said. I'm totally allowed to be involved if I wanted to be. So far, I haven't chosen to be involved. I'll stay out, end quote. Trump's rantings on Twitter are a regular occurrence. He seemed even more unhinged since the New York Times ran a story about the White House counsel, Don McGahn, cooperating with the Mueller probe. He took exception with comparisons to John Dean, the White House counsel during Watergate, who wound up cooperating with the special prosecutor. John Dean responded to Trump calling him a rat. First, your reaction to the president's tweet, which let me read it one more time. The failing New York Times wrote a fake piece today implying that because White House counsel Don McGahn was giving hours of testimony to the special counsel, he must be a John Dean-type rat. I did respond in a tweet that I don't think that Trump understands what's going on. Uh, we know he's somebody who does not really reveal his full factual problems with his attorneys. Uh, they have to sort of find it out the hard way. So I suspect uh, and there was no indication in any of this reporting that McGahn was briefed or debriefed before he went in or came out. So they don't really know what he told the uh, special counsel. And I can tell you this, that even if he didn't go in with the intent to incriminate uh, the president, putting everything in a timeline for the special counsel is just invaluable information. And this 30 hours is more than enough time, and that was just set as the minimum. There may have been more conversation in that 30 hours. He doesn't like the truth to come out. He doesn't know what McGahn has or has not said. Mm. And I think the proof will obviously be as this thing further unravels. And I think we'll look back on this story as pretty significant. On Tuesday night, Trump heads to coal country to campaign for Republican Attorney General Patrick Morrissey, who's trying to unseat Senator Joe Manchin in a state the president won by more than 40 points.
While there, he'll roll out his alternative to Obama's climate rule for coal plants, which will effectively allow states to regulate their own emissions. A Kremlin-backed cyber operation that was targeting several anti-Trump conservative think tanks was reportedly foiled by Microsoft last week. The company said early Tuesday that it had seized six websites set up by the hacking collective known as Fancy Bear, a group controlled by the GRU and believed to have been behind the 2016 Democratic National Committee hack. Microsoft received a court order to take control of the sites, including several that were apparently disguised as congressional staff websites. Microsoft said there is no evidence to suggest the domains were used in successful attacks, but the company is still working with the target organizations to determine if any information was compromised. And that's just a bit of what's news for now. I'm Nicole Sandler. If you appreciate these reports and the Nicole Sandler Show, I hope you'll consider making a contribution. My work is 100% listener-funded, and I can't do it without your help. Find out more at NicoleSandler.com slash donate. This is a huge, huge issue. And we're talking about it. The Nicole Sandler Show on Progressive Voices and NicoleSandler.com. And now, it's time for the Nicole Sandler Show segment, Shooting the Shit with Laffy. Oh, it is that time of the week again when we get our pal got a laugh on the line. We uh, got to talk about what's going on in the news today, but uh, let's let's get her on the phone. Hello. Oh, why, yes, you've reached the truth isn't truth hotline. <laughs> okay. Press one if you think Trump said comb-overs aren't comb-overs. <laughs> Press two if you think Trump said P-tapes aren't P-tapes. Ah, that too. <laughs> And press three if you think Trump just said plea, deal, plea deals aren't plea deals. Uh, I think they are. I do too. Mm-hmm. If only I could have gotten that out of my mouth, right. it would have been better. Or as John Oliver is, said, prison isn't prison. Prison isn't prison. That's right. Um, ever have one of those days that never stops? Always. <laughs> so it's only noon here. Oh, oh no. God. Oh, no. Yes, it's, it's shaping up to be one of those days. And this was a day I just I yeah. just did not want to get out of bed this morning. I just wanted I to you. pull the covers over my head and just turn it off, just make it all stop. That is exactly how I was feeling. Mm. I opened my morning LA Times, read all the uh, breaking news online, and I was so depressed with the um, the environmental laws going, you know, oh. kaput with him. Yep. I mean, that right right there, that was enough. Just turning back the clock on on uh, the environment is just horrible. As the planet burns. As the planet burns, exactly. It, it was just too much opening the paper and seeing that because it's, it's a big topic in California. Mm-hmm. Um, and then all the other things, like uh, I think I have this covered in my uh, – oh, I do. I, I, didn't, I didn't include this in the ones I sent to you because it was too much to, to print out and to type in and all that. Mm-hmm. But I have a, a thread I'm going to read you that was so depressing to me uh, about what could possibly happen with the, um, with the U.S. Senate eventually that I had to just gi- – I'm going to give you the whole thread. Because okay. it's very intelligently written mm-hmm. and something to watch for. Just to, And then I was listening to, I don't know if I have this or not, to uh, David Wasserman, who goes by at Redistrict, who covers all the elections for the Cook Political Re- right. Report. Yep. And he was also talking about how the Senate uh, is on uh, 
I'm reading Shalel's comment. I don't know if it applies to this, but on thin ice, uh, if if any of the red state Democrats go away, yeah, it's going to be virtually impossible to get the Senate back. Yeah, well, they, well, at, at least this time, um, because the map so favors the Republicans, because uh, th- that's who's up is um, uh, Democrats who uh, are in red states like Heidi Heitkamp, Joe Donnelly, uh, Joe Manchin, right. uh, Claire McCaskill you know, and a, a few others, they're all up. So it's none of the good, real progressive seats, you know, that that, that we'd hope for um, in order to flip it. So, Well, he was going further than that. He was saying because it's now uh, coast versus rural, mm-hmm. uh, the rural areas are stuck in as Trump country and they would continue to vote in uh, the, the the red senator, you know, the Republican sure. senators. He had a whole cycle he talked about and I was going, no, 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 <laughs> we can't. No, yeah. so everybody vote really quickly. Vote, vote right now. Get your paper ballots and your absentee ballots and vote today. I'm I, care I voted in, in Florida. Our election day is actually um, next Tuesday is the official primary day. But I oh. I'm an absentee voter, even though I'm always here. That way I get a paper ballot. I can take yep. my time going through because we had a lot of judicial um, uh, races on the ballot this time. And I don't know who these judges are. So I spent hours researching all the candidates and came up with my best um, guesses. Um, And so I, you know, because if you just show up to vote and you're just presented with all these names, you don't know who they are. You're picking out which name you like better, which is a really stupid way to vote. We should all vote at home like this. We should all vote on paper. And yeah, I do the same thing as you. I I walk my, my absentee ballot into my city clerk. Yep. Uh, that way I know it'll it'll get delivered as opposed to walking it into a, maybe an early voting place or mailing it in or something. I don't trust nope. any of it. Nope. I, I want to make sure thing. the city clerk has it. We hand deliver it to the, it's the supervisor of elections office here. It goes yeah. to, and we, and we each got a sticker, my vote counted. Um, so yep. I got one of those and now we wait. Unfortunately here in Florida, and I haven't done a whole lot on, on Florida politics. You know, we have a gubernatorial election. Rick Scott is thankfully yeah. term limited out. And so instead he's running against one of the worst senators. And that's the other thing. Bill Nelson is up. He's such a, a nothing. He's such a lump yeah. on a log. Um, <laughs> uh, and, and Rick Scott has a chance to pick up that seat because Bill Nelson really sucks. Um, right. But he'd be better than than uh, than uh, Rick Scott. So, you know, I'll be voting for him. But for the governor's race, we have one really great progressive, a guy named Andrew Gillum, who I've been trying to get on the show, but uh, it hasn't happened yet. And and about four or five other um, I, I call them generic Democrats. They're all interchangeable and they all pretty much suck. And they all they're all billionaires. Andrew Gillum, mm-hmm. is he's the mayor of Tallahassee. He's the only one who isn't a billionaire. He's the only real progressive in the race. And the airwaves are bombarded with these um, spots from this guy, Jeff Green, who's a, a Palm Beach billionaire, who's a member of Mar-a-Lago. Um, who, who says, yeah. yeah, I mean, and there's a tape of him praising Trump. That oh, Philip Levine, another one who turns out I went to high school with his older sister. Uh-huh. Um, I'm not feeling old or anything. Um, yeah, he followed me three. He was three years behind me at Hollywood Hills High School. Philip Levine uh, was mayor of Miami Beach, but he's just he's just he's always rubbed me the wrong way. Um, 
and he's running, he and Jeff Green are running attack ads against each other. And they're both attacking Gwen Graham, who was Governor Bob Graham's daughter. And all I could say is just like Andrew Cuomo is no Mario Cuomo, Gwen Graham is no Bob Graham. So, oh. yeah, so we're kind of screwed down here. The, our one good, good shot is Andrew Gillum. And it seems like he just doesn't have enough money. He's not really on TV. I've seen maybe one commercial. Um, uh, there's a lot of online stuff. And, and Bernie Sanders came to Florida to do a couple of rallies with Andrew Gillum in Orlando and Tampa. Um, you know, he's got all the progressive um, endorsements and stuff. But, hey, if you're in Florida and you haven't yet voted, Andrew Gillum is the way to go. Um, uh, but I, I guess anyone will be an improvement over any of the Republicans. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Oh, boy. Well, when I read you this thread, you're not going to be happy. Um, you want to get to it? Because I have a bunch from yesterday, as you know. Yes. And then I have a pretty many from today, too. So okay. let's let's Ooh. get to it. Let's find the birdies. Let them out. <laughs> Welcome to my tweet Tweet away, baby. Okay, I'm going to start. Um, I'm going to start with this thing. It's from John Warner. Um, he's a, he says he's a an author and a blogger inside. I can't read it. Hired inside. I can't read it. Anyway, um, I'll just read it to you. Okay. He has a little check mark by his name, so at least we know he's verified. <laughs> um, okay, anyone who thinks Rudy's Truth is, isn't truth is a gap or misstatement, isn't paying attention to the Trump defense strategy. Trump knows he's guilty. Rudy knows he's guilty. The only way to get Trump off is to redefine guilt as something else. It's working. I'm sorry, this isn't about the election. This is about a whole other thing, but it still depressed me. The election one I was talking about was from reg- at Redistrict. So okay. just to differentiate the two that I was referring to. All right, next one. People seem to have faith that truth will win out because Mueller is working on the justice system. But the problem of Trump is fundamentally political, something he he gets instinctively. And in politics, making up into down is easy. Okay, just so you know, I've never been a believer that Mueller is our savior. This is me uh-huh. talking now. Okay. Um, I, I get very annoyed with people saying, blue wave, and Mueller's going to fix everything. And right, right. No, not necessarily. Um, well, you know, on, on Friday, I had a yeah. guy named, um, oh God, what's his first name? Um, uh, his last name is Fine. Um, he was one of the authors of this new book, The Constitution Bruce Demands Fine? It. Uh, not Bruce Fine. Oh. Um, uh, the Constitution Demands It, the, um, uh, the, the Case for Impeaching Donald Trump. And there are three, the three, uh, three corporate, um, um, uh, three lawyers uh, with, with, uh, free speech for people, I think is the name of the group. Anyway, it's it's a brilliant book, and it lays out all the the case for impeaching Trump now. And it says we don't have to wait for Mueller; it's not dependent on Mueller. Right? And they have eight areas that that there's already a case for impeachment on, on under eight different um, uh, you know laws or, or yes, right, crimes right. and misdemeanors. Um, Ron Fine, thank you, Truman Town. Ron Fine uh, was was the um, author who was on with me. Uh, anyway, if, if you d- didn't hear the show on Friday, you might want to go back and listen to it because it was really good and the book is really good. Well, I totally agree with his premise. Um, the problem is the blue wave may or may not get us where we need to go. And we will not win enough votes if, if enough, well, it, in the Senate. We may not, we may lose votes in the Senate, according to a tweet I think I have here somewhere. But Anything um, can happen. 
Anything, anything we, can happen. So we can't sit there and go, it's going to you know, be all cocky. It's not going to, that's no. not how it works. Anyway, uh, I could go into this forever. Uh, John Kerry, this is him now, John Warner talking. John Kerry, a literal decorated war hero, was turned into a traitor simply through the willingness of a sufficient number of people to keep asserting it was true and a media with systemic biases that prevent them from calling lies, lies. The way the Swift voters were covered in 2004 as they smeared Kerry is a good ob- object example for what's happening today. The press tweeted, treated, tweeted, the press <laughs> treated what were objectively false charges as something worthy of balance and scrutiny while obsessing over how it impacted the election horse race. This allowed the swift boat lie to take root as, quote, one version of the truth, unquote, even though it was fundamentally false. Trump is following the same playbook in an even more fertile time for this nonsense because of increased polarization. I have zero faith that Trump will ever experience anything like, quote, justice for his uh, obvious many corrupt acts, because particularly as president, he is outside the ability of the justice system to hold him into account. The only remedy is political. Even if and when Trump is defeated politically, he will not experience any consequences. The impulse to, quote, move on will be 100 percent bipartisan and then in parentheses at the elected official level, un parentheses, and Trump will escape scot-free, likely to keep grifting Hmm. off his base to further enrich himself. We do not have healthy enough institutions to combat Trump. After watching Republicans respond to a manifestly unfit man hold the office of president, I don't know how we could believe otherwise. It's 100% on voters, and even then it may not be enough, because who knows if the votes are going to be counted. Rudy's truth isn't truth is ironically a statement of fact as the world seems to work today. Rudy is only doing his client harm if one believes that our institutions of justice are up to the task of handling this president in this atmosphere, and there's no reason to believe this is the case. Rudy is executing a very deliberate strategy. It may not work, but it it isn't random. Don't get me wrong. It's infuriating, and the hypocrisy Trump and Rudy have displayed today, Trump saying Mueller is McCarthyism, is galling. But a Chuck Todd facepalm is not evidence of any progress toward justice. Trump is absolutely winning this thing. Additional evidence of the Trump strategy, simply declaring Mueller as discredited, which isn't true. Trump is guilty. He knows it. This is him inoculating himself from punishment by making sure he has enough support to make prosecuting him too politically costly. And then he has uh, a Trump tweet up that says, disgraced and discredited Bob Mueller and his whole group of angry Democrat thugs spent over 30 hours with the White House counsel only with my approval for purposes of transparency. Anybody needing that much time when they know there is no Russian collusion is just someone dot, dot, dot. Then John Warner picks it up from there. It is 100% the strategy of a guilty person. He's nullifying the jury of the public. As long as he can maintain 35% support and a stranglehold on the Republican base, that's key right there, he's safe no matter what Mueller finds, even if he's directly charged with a crime. I hope people recognize this. And the final one is justice, quote, isn't coming for Trump no matter what Mueller digs up. That's what Trump is banking on, is how he lived his whole life as a grifter and criminal. The only solution is political. Organize, vote, fight like hell to make sure the votes are counted and move from there. And what I want to add is our buddy uh, Dave Johnson uh, was was seriously like trying to retweet this whole thread, but he for some reason it wasn't showing up for him. He thought it was deleted. It wasn't deleted. I don't know why he was having a problem, but when Dave Johnson pays attention, Mm -hmm. I pay attention. Ah, you know, funny you should mention that. Dave Johnson's going to be on the show tomorrow. Oh, good, good, good. Ask him about this. Okay. I gave him screen grabs of it, by the way, so he would have it. Okay. 
So he's prepared to, to talk about it um, if indeed he got my screen grabs. Um, so that's that's something that I'm, I'm not looking at chat room right now because when I read the ones from today, they're on a different browser, so I can't look at chat at the same time. Uh -huh. um, so I have no idea what the response is to this, but it really worried me. And it pretty much confirmed what I was thinking, actually. Well, again, we, we don't know for sure what's going to happen. Um, yeah. So, oh, true. It, true. You know, the, the bottom line is it's, it's good to warn people not to get too complacent or not to get too um, uh, comfortable thinking there's going to be this blue wave. Um, no, it's going to take every count, every vote and then some because of all the voter suppression that's going on. Exactly right. And since there's already um, uh, hacking going on, which we mm -hmm. do know. Yep. So supposedly Russian, maybe um, some some of it not Russian. Some of it may be other. Uh, I think I read in a in a tweet today that um, oh I forgot which which part of the administration was saying that it was also North Korea, Iran, and China uh, going for these state hacks. I don't know if that's true, but the point is that besides voter suppression, we do have other problems mm -hmm. with our voting system. So right. um, and, just. And and we have nobody you, here, um, you know, uh, running counter action on it. I mean, we we have no cybersecurity force. Right. We, he removed the, the head of cybersecurity. Yep. It's so stupid. Yep. So anyway, when you can use a paper ballot, use a paper ballot. Yes, absolutely. And okay. and yep. continuously keep checking on your registration to make sure yes. it's there. And if you can vote early, do it. Did you see what they're doing in Georgia in in, yes. in, the, in the black yes. communities? They're trying to po close like seven out of the nine polling places. It's just yes. all horrendous. It is awful. I, I mean, I'm amazed we win any elections, honestly. Yep. Okay, so Brandon Friedman, who is the co-founder of Rakasan Tea mm -hmm. and something, something. He's a columnist for the New York, New York Daily News. He tweeted, let's talk about national security and what it means to be a patriot. This is the Situation Room during the raid to kill Osama bin Laden. These are the people responsible for it, and this is what Donald Trump has to say about each of them. I know whose side I'm on. Okay, now I'm going to read these to you. Um, he points to Obama, uh, and he has a he has a picture up of the of the Situation Room. Remember that picture? It was iconic, mm -hmm. where Hillary's, Hillary's covering there. her mouth. Right. Yeah. Right. Yep. Okay, Trump says this about uh, an extremely credible source has called my office and told me that Bar Barack Obama's birth certificate is a fraud. <laughs> then it points to uh, Brennan. Has anyone looked at the mistakes that John Brennan made while serving as CIA director? He will go down as easily the worst in history. And since getting out, he has become nothing less than a loudmouth partisan political hack who cannot be trusted with the secrets to our country. These are all tweets from Trump about the people I'm talking about. Another one. Clapper lied about fraudulent dossier leads, leaks to CNN, and he's quoting Fox and Friends, Fox News. He is a lying machine who now works for fake news CNN. Then, um, how do I get rid of this? Um, something's in the way here. My The tweet's in the way. Of, I'm trying to read through it. Uh, he points to, um, oh, God, I forgot, Gates. Whether you like Obama or not, Bob Gates turned out to be one disloyal dude. Personally, I hate rats. Then, uh, of course, Hillary. Um, God, I can't. Get, oh, here we go. I, oh, I almost got rid of it. I'm having trouble reading through the tweet. <laughs> Collusion with Russia was very real. Hillary Clinton and her team 100% colluded with the Russians. And so did Adam Schiff, who was on oh tape trying to collude with what he thought was Russians to obtain compromising material on DJT. T, Donald Trump. We also know 
that Hillary Clinton paid through and then dot, 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 and then finally points to Biden. Crazy Joe Biden is trying to act like a tough guy. Actually, he is weak, both mentally ill. I'm sorry, both mentally and physically. And yet he threatens me for the second time with physical assault. He doesn't know me, but he would go down fast and hard crying all the way. Don't threaten people, Joe. So so these are the people who uh, were gathered around during the Osama bin Laden raid. And this is what Trump said about them. Yeah, that was interesting. Amazing. Okay, uh, Sahil, Sahil Kapoor is uh, from uh, Bloomberg. Bloomberg. Says Senator Claire McCaskill doesn't sound any closer to a decision on Kavanaugh. "Quote: I haven't even met with him," she says. Okay. How good, huh? Aren't we feeling confident? Okay, now we're on to Susan Collins. Yes. All right. News breaking from. Uh, uh, Lisa Desjardins, um, Senator Collins just said Kavanaugh told her he agrees with Robert's take on Roe v. Wade, that it's settled law. Okay, so then Sahil Kapoor says, this is not a very meaningful statement. Supreme nope. Court justices have the power to unsettle settled law. They've done it many times. And then he goes on to say, if Senator is willing to accept ambiguity on whether a SCOTUS pick will uphold a precedent, fair enough. Senators from both parties have done so many times. But for a nominee to call something settled law says nothing of how they'd rule if they got the chance. And then he said, Susan Collins has voted for every Supreme Court nominee who's gotten a floor vote during her time in Senate. Roberts, Alito, Sotomayor, Kagan, and Gorsuch. Hmm. Yeah, I don't. Susan Collins is going to vote for him. I have no doubt. The question is going to be, does Manchin, Heitkamp, Heitkamp, um, Donnelly and McCaskill vote for her? Right. But he if. Yeah. Right. Uh, Rick Tyler, the he's the uh, GOP consultant, I think. Mm -hmm. Is that what he was? Oh, he Mm -hmm. was. He worked with. uh, What's his name? He worked with Ted Ted Cruz. Cruz. Now he's on CNN. Yeah. Right. Um, oh, he went to CNN because he used to be, he was with MSNBC. Oh, maybe too. he's still with MSNBC. I could be wrong. I, uh, okay. Yeah. Uh, anyway, he tweeted on Wednesday, the bull market will turn 3,453 days old, making it by most definitions, the longest on record. Trump will have been president for 579 or 17, 17% of those days. And John Hardwood, John Hardwood tweets, um, which means Obama was president for 83% of them. That's right. <laughs> That's right. I love those kind of tweets. Yeah, well, this, you know, this is what gets me. Trump taking credit for this economy. He inherited this economy the same way that Obama inherited losing, um, you know, millions of jobs a month and turned it yes. around. Um, yes. And, and it happened with, uh, you know, when, when Clinton took office, too. He right. inherited a bad situation, turned it around. Bush had a surplus that he blew. Um, Mm -hmm. uh, so, you know, the, the Republicans fuck it up and the Democrats fix it and the Republicans come back in and fuck it up again. Yeah. It's, it's so obvious. You can just look at charts. That's all you have to do is look at charts and when these things happen. Um, and I don't know how they keep saying no, no, because we had a, you know, a Republican Congress. So obviously it was better and Clinton didn't have anything to do with it. And, um, bullshit. Uh, okay. So the same news breaking that Senator Collins just said that it said law, right? Roe v. Wade, Kavanaugh mm-hmm. said, blah, blah. And Michael Cohen, who uh, is with the Boston Globe said, Kavanaugh also added the check is in the mail. <laughs> <laughs> All righty then. Yeah. Um, oh, and then I said, uh, I did a tweet saying, what about chipping away at it though? I'm sick and tired of this talking point. Um, even if he held to it and said it's settled law, there's other laws that are chipping away that will yep. be brought to the Supreme Court. Yep, that is true. So even if it isn't Roe v. Wade, 
it's Roe v. Wade minus this, minus that, until Roe v. Wade is a skinny little toothpick when it used to be a sequoia. Mm-hmm. Oh, so, yeah. I have no doubt. Yeah. No doubt. It really pisses me off. Uh, Gavin Newsom. This is what, what I was referring to before. You'll get it. Uh, Trump's plan will, uh, the, the plan, EPA's new coal pollution rules will lead to more deaths, uh, blah, 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 is the headline. Mm-hmm. Gavin Newsom tweeted, Trump's plan will result in 1,400 premature deaths, 48,000 exacerbated asthma cases, 21,000 new missed days of school annually, all by 2030. Actions have consequences, Trump. Your plan endanger, endangers public health, our air, and our planet. Yep. Well, it's horrible. I mean, people in New York are, are feeling the, the, um, uh, the effects of the fires in California. The smoke has yeah. gone, traveled 3,000 miles. Yes, it has. And you can see it from uh, from space. Yep. Um, LOL GOP said Susan Collins tombstone should say, I'd been assured by Mitch McConnell that I'd live forever. <laughs> good one. <laughs> oh, God, that's so good. OK, now we're on to the Cohen news. OK. Michael Avenatti reacts to the Cohen news. I'm not surprised by the news. The only thing I'm surprised about is that it took this long. Mm -hmm. I know that the likelihood of him providing damaging information about the president is 100%. Wow. He also tweeted himself, Michael Avenatti, the developments of today will permit us to have the stay lifted in the civil case and should also permit us to proceed with an expedited deposition of Trump Ooh. under oath about what he knew, when he knew it, and what he did about it. We will disclose it all to the public. Okay, I'm ready. Popcorn. popcorn. Yes, we're, we're ready for some of this stuff. Okay, we're, yeah. we're ready. We're ready for the verdict we today. We're ready. For... We yes. are so ready. We're ready. Um, Lawrence O'Donnell tweeted, today the history of the presidency and the history of porn intersect. The president's lawyer pleads guilty to federal crimes because Stormy Daniels forced him to. All right. And That's that was nice. from Lawrence O'Donnell? Uh oh, I think I just got rid of one. Wait, let me, let me re get that tab open. I hit the wrong one. Oh, no. Oh, da Dan Abrams. Uh, mm -hmm. Remember Dan Abrams? Yep. He's with ABC now. He's a legal mm -hmm. analyst. He said, yep. uh, yes, Michael Cohen is likely discussing some type of plea deal, but no, that doesn't necessarily mean he'd be cooperating with or involved in Mueller's investigation. Right. All sorts of reasons that's much trickier than just a plea in Southern District of New York where he's being investigated. Yeah, it's, it's interesting. I mean, I, I don't know how it could not involve the Mueller deal with, with uh, Cohen being so closely aligned with Trump. Um, but I guess we just have to wait and find out. Yeah, yeah. I mean, something might develop, but right now, that's not what it's about. Uh, <laughs> downtown Josh Brown, a CNBC contributor. Wow, Michael Cohen could potentially blow the roof off this whole Hillary Clinton crime spree. <laughs> oh, help. Um, and my buddy David Badash of uh, New Civil Rights Movement, uh -huh. he's so good. Uh, Michael Cohen was just the coffee boy. Trump barely knew him. He didn't work for Trump very long. Right. Trump was not his main client. And then he ha hashtags it with lies White House may tell. Yes. Oh, no doubt. No doubt. <laughs> oh, God. Okay. Now I'm on to today's. Hi, chat room. I can see you now. I mean, yesterday's, not today's. Yesterday's now. Okay. You've got them. Yes. Um, Frank Conniff, a writer and comedian, said, today we, oh, this is actually from a few days ago, but I thought it was such a good tweet mm -hmm. that I saved it. Um, 
Today, we lost one of the greatest artists that Donald Trump would never rent an apartment to. Rest in peace, Aretha Franklin. <laughs> that is a good one. I'm still yeah. reeling from from the way Trump, you know, how he has to make everything about himself. And oh, yeah. So, and so his, um, uh, you know, his tweet memorializing uh, Aretha was, she worked for me a few times. Oh, she did yeah, like work a, like, for he, you. You yeah. asshole. Maybe maybe she performed he, at one of your hotels or something. No, he she, wanted to say he owned her. That's right. That's exactly what he wanted to say. Right. Right. Ugh. Oh, Ugh. God. Um, okay. Yeah, Ugh, that's right. Merriam-Webster. Yeah. <laughs> Here's what they, t- they tweeted. Well, and then they linked to the definition of truth. <laughs> that's a good one. Merriam-Webster, you know, if you're not following Merriam-Webster, I know you're thinking, what, follow a dictionary on Twitter? They're snarky. <laughs> and, and, and they have some really good uh, smears, uh, you know, like this, disses for um, yeah. uh, these it's people. It's like Peter, I don't know how you say, Sousa, Peter Souza, Sousa. He was the photographer for uh, uh, Sousa, President Obama. I believe. And he's very good at trolling through his uh, his his photos. He mm-hmm. still does it, right? Pete Souza, yep, you're right. Yep. Yep. Souza, thank you. Yes. Um, let's see here. Uh, Jonathan Wald of MSNBC. He's an executive there. He said you can't handle the truth or the truth <laughs> because <laughs> the truth, truth or truth. the truth, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. Daniel Dale said uh, former Congressman Blake Farenthold. Farenthold claimed F-tards, in quotes, for his downfall over sexual harassment allegations. He was then asked in a deposition to define F-tards, and he said, ass. That doesn't even make sense. He's a real classy guy, oh, isn't yeah. he? These Republicans really are so... Remember, remember he was going to pay back um, uh, the... It was like eighty four or $85,000 that yeah, he, he, never he had that. to pay off to one of the the staffers that he sexually harassed in his office. Um, it, it was paid off by through public funds, um, taxpayer funds, uh, because that's how it's set up in the House for some stupid reason. And he said, oh, I'm going to pay it back. He never paid it back. Of course he didn't. Um, just breaking. Michael Cohen to plead guilty in deal that includes three to five years jail time. Ooh. That's from Fox. Wow. So you know it's true. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> um, uh, Gary Kasparov, uh, chairman of the Human Rights Foundation. I'm sure I pronounced that wrong, too. Uh, destroying the concept of objective truth is both a general principle for autocrats and a legal defense strategy. Trump needs both. Trump needs a whole lot more than any of this. Oh, yeah. So do we, sadly. Trump needs a rubber room. Yeah. Yeah, we we. need a lot more. (laughs) We need a rubber room. We we need a drink. Um, Daniel Dale again. In the Republican primary in the congressional race to succeed Ileana uh, Ross Leitonen. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Miami Her- Mi- Miami I'm the Miami Herald endorses a candidate who says she was taken on a spaceship by blonde aliens who later kept in touch with her via telepathy. Yeah. Now, telepathy. Yeah. Now I, I was reading some on this story, and and apparently some of the there's a, there's a big field because Ileana Ross Leighton is not running for re-election, so it's an open seat, and there's a bunch of candidates from both parties. Um, and and many of them didn't go to the Miami Herald to you know sit down with their editorial board, so their pickings right. were rather slim to begin with. So they <laughs> apparently, had to, right? <laughs> yeah. So I don't know much about this woman who says she was taken on a spaceship, but um, she did say it. Yeah, she's wow. Yeah, wow. She's wow, out. Wow. She's out there. 
Jeez. Uh, LOL GOP again. This is from yesterday again. Happy Monday. The president is systemically, or he says systematically, I think mm -hmm. he meant, uh, yeah, he does systematically, destroying uh, the careers of everyone who helped uncover his campaign's conspiracy with Russia and can testify to his cover-up of that conspiracy and the GOP Congress, rather than doing any oversight of this, is helping him obstruct justice. The GOP Congress right there is our problem yes and that is why anybody who says our vote doesn't matter uh what was the point that uh, somebody tweeted me the dnc messed us up why should or the uh, maybe you said the uh, democratic democratic establishment mm -hmm. uh did this and that and the other um so you'd rather have republicans in office right no see what's going to happen is we can vote a whole new group of people in there's a whole bunch of them that are you know coming around this time like alexandria ocasio-cortez and some yeah. of the other new young uh, uh, amazing people that have won their primaries and that are poised to win in their elections and and that's how you build the rebuild the party rebuild the party in our image and, and get rid of the old fogies who have been holding it back. Um, but this is the first step. Right. And that's what Bernie Sanders years ago, when he was on with Tom Hartman every week, he'd mm -hmm. say, infiltrate the party. Yep. Progressives should just infiltrate the Democratic yep. Party yep. and ev make it evolve. Yep. He didn't say, uh, you know, like he's an independent. He didn't say, don't, don't, you don't have to change parties. Infiltrate the one you have. That's right. And take it over. So, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Look, Nancy um, Pelosi and Jim Clyburn and, and, and Steny Hoyer, and they're all going to die off eventually. They, they can't go on much longer. And so it's the new, younger people that are coming in now. This is the future of the party. So get involved right. on that foot, and, you know, and we work to take it over from the inside. See, well, that's what, what you said was exactly right. As people age out, of course, new people are going to come in mm -hmm. um, or people just get tired of being in, in Congress and they just decide to retire, whether they're older or younger. It doesn't matter. But new people will come in. So we've got to make sure those people are really good people. Yep. Um, I don't understand the resistance to that, but OK. Um, yeah, it's the purists who think they're going to win by, you know, like uh, with the Green Party. The Green Party is not doing anything. Yeah. And 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 all voting for a third party at this point is going to get you is more more Trump and more of these Republicans. Exactly. I totally agree with you. Uh, the Hill said uh, Pentagon Trump canceled military parade before being briefed on the cost. Yeah, so all those tweets were lies. Yeah. Hmm? Well, what else is new? Exactly. No, I mean, what a joke that was. Though. I thought that was such a funny tweet when I saw it. I was like, of course he did. Of course that's <laughs> what he did. He didn't see, didn't know what was going to cost anything. He just made some excuse and pointed fingers. Mm -hmm. um, okay, so here, there's a, a couple of paragraphs here. Uh, New York Times opinion piece by David Wasserman. This uh -huh. is what I was talking right. about. I'm glad I have this. I forgot this that I had to actually put it down. David Wasserman uh, at Redistrict of the Cook Political Report. Here is what I was talking about that was bothering me so much. He said, why even a blue wave could have limited gains? And this is quoting his article. Okay. It's an opinion piece from the New York Times. Okay. Just imagine a Democratic House majority with subpoena power to investigate every office of Trump administration, serving alongside GOP Senate majority at the ready to confirm all the president's judicial and cabinet appointments. That was a tweet. Here's what the, the article says more. It's hard to believe, but true. If every state's and district's election results on November 6th were a uniform eight-point swing 
in the Democrats' direction from the 2016 presidential result, Democrats would gain 44 House seats, almost twice the 23 they need to control the chamber. But with that same eight-point swing, the party would lose four Senate seats, leaving them six mm. seats short of majority. The long-term danger, the two parties could become accountable to, almost, to two almost entirely different sets of voters mm -hmm. with boiling contempt for one another's politics and little understanding of one another's way of life. And of the two chambers, the Senate is the most... Um, is the more un unrepresentative, whereas most House seats have roughly the same number of constituents. A majority of the Senate now represents just 18 percent of the nation's population. Yeah. And this fall, the Senate will come down to seats that are much whiter, more rural and pro-Trump than the nation as a whole. In effect, geography could again be Trump's greatest protector. After all, the Senate, not the House, would have the final say on impeachment proceedings and on judges. Yes, the Senate does the judges and the Senate is the House is where an impeachment starts. That's where the trial happens. And, and, right. and, and the House can impeach someone. Once they impeach someone, then it goes to the Senate who will find him either guilty or not guilty. If he's found right. guilty, he's removed from the office. If not guilty, right. he stays in office. Right. Just think back to uh, President Clinton. Clinton. Uh, when he, he was not convicted by the Senate. That's right. So he stayed in office. Yep. Anyway, all right. Uh, Trump tweeted, this is a lead into a tweet. Uh, Trump tweeted, it is outrageous that poisonous synthetic heroin fentanyl comes pouring into the U.S. postal system from China. We can and must end this now. The Senate should pass the STOP Act and firmly stop this poison from killing our children and destroying our country. No more delay. And then White House correspondent Andrew Feinberg uh, responded, this bill would make it far more expensive to ship anything into the U.S. from overseas via USPS. It's using the opioid epidemic to try and kill the Postal Service. Wow. Well, they've been trying to kill the Postal Service for years, and they've come yes. pretty damn close. I guess this could be the final nail in the coffin. Right. That's the thing. It's one more angle, and he's putting it out there in all caps. So, you know, hold on to your seat. Um, Adam Best, who's a film producer, said, uh, quote, my husband is an arsonist who keeps burning down everything in sight, but we really need to set a better example so kids stop playing with fire. That's what we hear when Melania Trump talks about cyberbullying. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and now she's going, she's going to, she's going to she Africa. Going overseas, Africa. She's going to Africa. Where, you or know, as Trump would say, the country of Africa. The country, the shithole country of Africa. Yes, um, yes. Because, yeah, and, and there are, you know, there are those who are saying that she is um, just trolling him. Uh, Omarosa says that she's completely trolling him with everything she does from her clothing choice to uh, these things that she does that seem like she's trolling him. That I don't agree with that. I, I, don't, I don't believe Omarosa about anything, but I do believe she could be trolling him. Now look, I mean, on every turn, the whole be best thing, that's the thing she goes after is cyberbullying when her husband is the biggest cyberbully in the country. Um, yeah, I know. But look who she is. Look who she's married to. Look who she she supports every one of his policies. She was a birther. Uh, in fact, Lawrence did a thing last night about this. And, really? Uh, saying pretty much what I'm saying. He said she has done nothing. He, she did a four minute speech about cyberbullying and then doesn't take any action. Right. Right. 
So she may be trolling. It's the same as a tweet. It means nothing. Right. It means um, nothing. She has to take action if she yep. wants us to believe her. Yeah. Oh, I, I look, I, I've got no, nothing but contempt for her. But, yeah, me too. Um, <laughs> um, uh, you know, it's nice to think. Uh, just what a weird relationship. Even when they travel, they stay in separate yeah. hotel suites. Yeah, they have separate definitely. living quarters at the White House and at Trump Towers. I mean, there's mm-hmm. this is this is not a normal uh, marriage. Yeah, no. not a normal person either. No. Um, Giuliani tweeted to John Brennan today. President Trump granted our re- request, Jay Sekulow and me, to handle your case. After threatening, if you don't, it would be just like Obama's red lines. Come on, John, you're not a blowhard. And then uh, Christina Wilkie replied, "Wow, the president's private attorney." claims Trump has given him permission to handle a non-existent lawsuit that, if it existed, would be argued by government lawyers. Then he seems to threaten the potential plaintiff of the non-existent lawsuit. Wow. Yeah, that's crazy. Uh, yeah, yeah. There, there's there's a lot of doublespeak going on around here. Yeah, it's a lot of a lot of smoke to be blown to his, his supporters. And again, as long as those supporters are happy, then the Congress people representing them in the House will do will and and of course their senators will do as they wish and that's why we get nowhere that's why we get no congressional leaders coming out other than the ones who are retiring mm-hmm. who aren't leaders who are just members yep. um uh, speaking out against trump in any way shape or form yeah but th- th- you're talking about like jeff flake and bob corker yes who say yes. things but when it comes to voting when they could really make right. a difference they chicken out exactly it's yeah. all meaningless. It's just yes, a bunch of words. Yep. If that, if that, if we even hear the words. Yeah. Um, which is so rare. Um, Sung Min uh, Sung Min I'm Kim. Sung Min oh, Kim. I saw her Sung on Min TV Kim. this week. I'm so glad you know. Thank you. I'm so bad at the names. Sung Min Kim of Washington Post. Uh, she was live tweeting Trump's ICE speech, and she said, "So Trump keeps calling it." CBC rather than CBP for Customs and Border Protection, even though the prompter has it correct. Right. So he, he's got the Congressional Black Caucus on his mind for some reason. <laughs> I guess it must so. be Maxine Waters coming to haunt him. This was the same. <laughs> I wish she would. The same thing that that he, um, you know, he called up a a a, 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 well, a here customs. Comes, here comes. Oh, Ben know. Jacobs of the Guardian on the same speech. Wait, did Trump just say? Of a Hispanic American immigration agent that he speaks perfect English? Why, yes, he did. And in he fact, did. here it is. How did you come here? Come here. You're not nervous, right? <laughs> speaks perfect English. Come here. I want to ask you about that. 78 lives. You saved 78 people. So how did you feel that there were people in that trailer? There's a lot of trailers around. Please. All right. And enough. He didn't even use the guy's whole name. He just called him by his first name rather than give him, you know, the respect that he would deserve if he's honoring him for saving people that were stuck in a tractor trailer. Of course. Why would he give him respect? He's a brown person. That's right. But he does speak perfect English. And what he should have said is it's more than anyone can say for you. (laughs) <laughs> yes, indeed it is. <laughs> uh, Josh Dossie of Washington Post. See, I can pronounce his name. Yes. Um, he said Scott Pruitt made a single outgoing call to the White House from his $43,000 secure phone booth, according to the new EPA records. It lasted five minutes. That's so I figured amazing. out it's about $8,500 a minute. Oh, my God. That is amazing. He had this, this uh, cone of silence phone booth installed in his office. It cost $43,000. For what reason, we don't know. And he used it once to call the White House. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. Isn't that great? Oh, but, you know, God. drain the swamp. Right. What yes. swamp? We don't have a swamp. No swamp. No yeah. swamp. 
Uh, You're the swamp. Uh-huh. Oh, God. Yeah. Uh, and my last one of the day, uh, Jeff Mason from Reuters says, Trump tells Reuters he has chosen not to, I, not to be involved in the Mueller probe, but is totally allowed to be if he wanted to. I've decided to stay out. Now, I don't have to stay out. As you know, I can go in and I could do whatever. I could run it if I want. And I, I put out a tw- tweet saying, you know, he wants to say I could grab it by the pussy. That tweet got so many reads. I was shocked. I was shocked. People Wait. really grabbed onto this, um, these quotes from uh, from Trump. Yes. Well, went it's, crazy. it's pretty amazing that he said that. Um, yeah. I have the, wait, I've got the full quotes um, up here. Let me see if I can grab them. Um, it, it's just the stuff that he's saying is insane um, because it's, it's wrong. I can go in and I could do whatever. I could run no, it if couldn't. I want. Yeah, no. I could run it if I want. No, you can't. But I decided no. to stay out. I'm totally allowed to be involved if I wanted to be. No, you're oh, not. Oh, he's involved. <laughs> so far, I haven't chosen to be involved. I'll stay out. You are a fucking liar. He's involved the wrong way. He's involved because he could very well be a target. But uh, I think what he was probably implying was that he could fire uh, Rosenstein and install somebody who would go his way and yeah. get rid of the investigation. I think that's what he meant. But the way he worded it was, I could be in charge. Right. Yeah. I could run Which this was, if I wanted to. No, yeah. you can't. That's yeah. the thing. And, and yeah, yeah some, I, I mean, th- and that's, that's what's lacking here. There's nobody yeah. who's willing to say to him, you cannot do that. No, nobody will. Nobody does. The only way that's going to happen again is if they are voted out of office and then they ha- they're in the minority or if their voters, uh, supporters rather, start to turn on them and say, hey, you know what? We don't like what's going on in the White House. You guys better do something. Then they'll say something. Mm-hmm. But they are being dictated to by their supporters who are the most extremist people, uh, you know, because the states are, are, are gerrymandered and red. So they get a, a, a microcosm rather than a good a, a good sort of um, scope of, of both kind of moderate Republicans and then the extremists. They don't have that. No, they don't. Especially in the primaries. Yeah. Well, and, and that always happens in primaries. You get the, the yeah. most extreme of all. I mean, hopefully that's what's going to happen in Kansas, where Chris Kobach is, you know, uh, yeah. thought of as a, a nut job because he is. Um, he, uh, you know, he beat the sitting governor in the primary uh, with Trump's endorsement. Um, and hopefully uh, they'll go down in the general and a Democrat will become the new uh, governor of, of um Kansas. I hope so, but the one one tweet I saw said that the polls are favoring him right now. Oh god. Yeah, not kidding. I I thought it would be the opposite. Right. I was stunned when I saw that go by. Yeah, well that So let's hope things change. Yes, let's let's do. Um I I got one more thing to play for you. For some reason Trump stood up in front of the camera and made this statement. I don't know what it was from, why he did it. Uh, Digby tweeted it and said somebody thought this was a good idea. Oh, what? Many people have asked me, why do I meet with foreign leaders? Why do I even waste my time? The fact is, it's very important. I've said for a long time, if you're president, you should meet with foreign leaders. You have nothing to lose and you have a lot to gain. You look at what happened in Singapore. You look at what happened with Chairman Kim 
and all that's taken place. We have <laughs> the remains back what? of our no, great don't. heroes that were lost so many There's years ago. Thousands of we remains still missing. We have nobody shooting out missiles and nuclear testing and no. other things that were going on that were terrible. We had a we're tremendous terrible. meeting with President Putin. A lot of things were accomplished. <laughs> sure, they were. Meeting with foreign leaders is a good thing, not a bad thing. Nothing bad can happen. It's only going to be positive, especially if your president knows what he's doing. But we have a president who doesn't know what he's doing. From today, the U.N.'s nuclear watchdog, the IAEA, says that it sees no indication North Korea has stopped nuclear activities since Trump claimed a deal. Yeah. Period. End of story. End of story. Ay, ay, ay. And that's what we're <sighs> up against. All right. Hopefully yeah. there's big news today that helps moving us, helps move us in the right direction. Yeah, Gotta lots of trial news. Yes, so uh, we'll, we'll, you know, and it, it'll, it'll happen before six o'clock when this show airs on the Progressive Voices Network. Oh well, we'll have more tomorrow. We'll bring you up to yeah. date. Thank you. Gotta laugh. Thank I'll you. See you next time. Bye bye. Bye, and thank you for listening. We'll be back um, tomorrow, right here on the Nicole Sandler Show. Bye. <laughs>